It's been years since I've dreamt like a normal person. Then again, I'm anything but normal. My name is Aurora, and I was a killer once. You can ask how someone can change from that, but I don't have an answer. Even though killing is in my nature, my very blood, I somehow did, just not by choice. And now I have to live the rest of my endless existence fighting what I am inside. I am a cruel, vicious, cold-blooded murderer, and I love every minute of it. Well, at least I did before that day. My God, life was so much simpler back then. It was just me and my mate, K-Rod. We are the same. Well, used to be. We live by no man's law. Caring for no one but each other, of course. Together for centuries. But as times changed, so did man, and so did their toys of communicating and connecting. No longer were we able to continue our ruthless ways. So we did the next best thing. We evolved. Humans may be clever, but they don't have shit on natural impulse. That's why we became assassins. No doubt, the best there ever was, or has ever been, but hell, we've been doing that kind of fun since before they even came up with a word for it. Our rules were simple. Find the target, kill the target, and collect our pay. With no care, no fear, and no remorse for human life, people had a right to fear us. But it wasn't our intelligence or weapons that made us good at what we did. It's because we can do what no mere man can, what no mere man has. It's our pure animal instinct that make us ultimate predators because we are acrylics. This story begins in the city of San Francisco. It's early morning, and we tune in to Aurora's apartment. More specifically, her bedroom. Her alarm clock sounds. Aurora leans up from her bed and turns it off, then lays back on her back. She stares at the ceiling and closes her eyes. She begins to think back on her life and how it used to be a mere three years ago just before her life forever changed. Flashback three years ago, we're in New York City, midday. The target, a middle-aged man drenched in sweat, wearing cheap dark blue suit, is running through the city and back alley streets of New York City. The assassin's Aurora, the daring, dominant female, and her companion, K-Rod. The attractive, thrill-seeking man chases after the target with ease and excitement. As they scale the buildings with high-flying stunts, the target struggles to evade them. K-Rod moves on the rooftops as Aurora maneuvers through the alleys. In the target's terrified state of mind, he runs inside a large corporate building looking for a way to escape 
from the fearless assassin's sights. The target enters the building with haste. The security guard at the front desk orders him to stop, but his commands are disregarded. The petrified man dashes his way through the building's lobby towards the elevators. There are a group of people waiting for the elevator doors to open. As they do, the target bombards his way through the crowd of people onto the elevator. The people don't get on. They are uncomfortable by the man's frantic behavior. He repeatedly presses the button for the doors to close. And as they do, his eyes lock with Aurora's, standing in the distance watching him with a smirk on her face. The target is fidgeting, pasting back and forth, back and forth, almost never taking his eyes off the numbers posted above the door. The elevator door makes the ding sound as it opens on the ninth floor. When the doors open, the target holds its breath. No one is waiting for him on the other side. The doors reclose and the elevator continues to go up. The second time the door opens, it is on the 36th floor and the target darts out. Without any direction to what door leads to what and what hallway goes where, he runs through the halls blindly, knocking people over in the process. Hey! Tired and out of breath, he takes refuge in an unlocked conference room. After entering, he locks the door behind him, wipes the sweat off his face, and immediately pulls out his cell phone. He dials a number and makes a call. Oh, answer the goddamn phone. Sanchez! You piece of shit. What the hell did you get me into? What do you mean I knew the risks? You said the job was simple. Just make a call. You didn't say the freak with a fetish for swords or that bitch with a pair of big-ass guns would be after my ass. No, wait, you you have to help me. God damn it, Sanchez, you won't. The target goes silent as what he is witnessing through the 35th floor conference room glass window is impossible. He sees K-Rod standing on the rooftop on the building across the street, just staring at him. The target is in disbelief that K-Rod would be able to spot him from such a distance. But to be sure, he hesitantly waves at K-Rod. And to his shock, K-Rod waves back. The target, almost frozen in fear, drops his phone and begins to slowly move back towards the door as it looks to him that K-Rod might be attempting to jump from that building to his. K-Rod is on the rooftop. He walks to the edge of the building, looks down and whistles. He then walks backwards to get the distance he needs. Once there, he leans forward and focuses on his landing point. Eyes locked on the target, he begins to run. And finally, he jumps. No way! No fucking way! The target watches as K-Rod leaps from the roof and hurls right towards him. He runs to the doors as the window glass shatters behind him. K-Rod lands on the conference table. The target unlocks and opens the door only to have a gun placed to his forehead. He throws his hands up and begins to walk backwards as Aurora enters the room. Please, 
I don't know anything. Oh, don't say anything unless asked. That took less effort than I expected. You think I just made it look easy then? Not the jump. Catching this one. He showed promise at the beginning, but in the end he didn't leave up to the one. It's a shame. We even gave you a head start. I know why you're here, but I have nothing to do with- Aurora takes her gun and fires it towards the target, giving him a flesh wound across his cheek. The target is stunned for a moment, then touches the wound on his face. I said anything. Man, they never listen. Aurora looks at K-Rod and recognizes he lacks interest in his present victim. So how do you want to do this? Do you want to kill him? Should I? Does it matter these days? What is that supposed to mean? Nothing. It's just for a while now. It's being the same with you. Find the target, kill the target. What's wrong with that? Those are the rules, our rules. But there's nothing wrong with the rules. I'm saying I need a challenge every once in a while. You chose the job. You said the pay sounded good and the target seemed promising. Aurora puts away her gun and walks up to the target. He draws back from her. Promising. Yeah, well, I was wrong. He's as skittish as all the others. Aurora grabs him by the neck and grips him tight. The target tries to swing at her with his right fist, but she catches it. Aurora turns his head to the side and begins to sniff his face and neck, then throws him back to the ground. K-Rod, you mentioned Sanchez told you the target is a business competitor. And? Sanchez works in computer tech. The target reeks of seawater and fish, probably from years of working at the docks. He's no competitor. The target looked at the pair, unsure if he should speak, afraid of what might happen. K-Rod reaches towards the man to help him up off the ground. She's not going to shoot you again, my friend. I don't know anything. It's strange how so many of them say the same thing. I don't know anything. I'll get you your money. Give me more time. <laughs> I love it when they do that. To me, it gives the kill an added thrill. Aurora takes a seat, props her legs up on the table, and leans back in the chair. Sirens a few blocks. Police have to ruin the fun. You're running out of time. Tell me what you know. I'm telling you the truth. I know nothing. K-Rod strikes the target a few times in the ribs and across the face. The target attempts to defend himself, but his efforts are wasted. Okay, okay. I'll tell you everything I know. That's enough. Just kill him so we can go. Wait, I just... I just said I'll tell you. Give me a minute. I want to see how much this can take. In the next minute, they'll be entering the building. Let's finish this then. K-Rod sinks his finger into the target's neck, dragging him to the shattered window and holding him outside. Stop, wait, wait, wait. Where can we find Sanchez? Please, pull me in and I'll tell you. You're pretty heavy for a guy your size. K-Rod begins to loosen his grip purposely. You're sleeping. Okay, he, he paid me to get your attention. Oh God, please don't let go. He, he wants you to come for it. 
Th there's a major price out on the two of your heads. Six million for dead, ten if you're brought back alive. Really? That's all? Guess they don't know who they're dealing with. But then again, it does make me wonder, who would pay that kind of price? It didn't tell me much. K-Rock pulls the man back in from the window's edge and releases his grip. He takes a few steps back as Aurora rises from her seat. The turkey clenches his throat and takes a second to breathe, <laughs> then stumbles to his feet. He, he, he wants to go to the factory on Broad Street. You know the one. Down by the docks. That's where I work. Where he found me and offered to pay me if I told you this. I didn't know he hired you to kill me. I, I only took the job because my family needs the money. Aurora walks closer to the target and looks him straight in the eyes. Ah, uh, so you're gonna hurt me. Oh, my man, the killing is the best part. While the target's attention is on Aurora, K-Rock removes his sword and swiftly and cleanly strikes the target through the back, exiting his chest. It happens so fast it takes the target a second to realize what has occurred. The target presses his hands against his chest as the pain slowly starts to set in. But, but I told you everything! Was that supposed to change something? Aurora kicks the man out the window. His screams echo the whole way down until they stop on impact. The target's body plummets in front of the entrance doors of the building onto solid concrete ground. Bystanders scream and scatter at the horrific event. Stay tuned for the next episode of Acrylics.